Blog Talk Radio. You ready for the show? You ready for the show? Black Talk, we are on table talk radio. The show for the black. Black Talk, we are on table talk radio. I am black. That doesn't mean I'm vulnerable to attack. I'm just like you, a human, red blood, emotions, a moving figure. But you're treating me like I'm about to pull a trigger. Cause I'm black, you put in the west on me. Oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, yeah. Black talk, you around table talk radio. It's your to show. Here to unify black people, yeah. It's here to get you inside, get you more today. Black talk, you're on table talk radio. The show for the black. Black talk, you're on table talk radio. The show is the party start. Black talk, you're on table talk radio. Listen and get this pipe. Yes, welcome back. You're now listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio, the biggest colored show on earth with your host, Miss Ray, and I'm some guy named Jay. Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio is the number one live stream dedicated to bringing black folks together from all walks of life, teaching the importance of economic empowerment for our people, and showcasing the talents and abilities of black people across the globe. This is also the number one blog talk radio show that's not being hosted by a convicted felon or a conspiracy theorist wacko or a closeted lesbian. But hey, don't judge us because we're going to put on a good show just as, just like all those people do. So listen up. Tonight our guest is hip-hop recording artist Abdullah here to talk about his new album, Black Manhood and other various topics as well. But before we get into that, I just want to say you can download and install the Blacktopia mobile app on iTunes for Apple users and Amazon.com for Android users. If you want to talk to us uh, any time during the program, and if you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is press 1. If you're uh, listening in on a link or an app or a third-party website or any of these other different kind of ways to listen, you can give us a call at 929-477-3872, and then press 1, and we'll bring you on. I also want to give a shout-out to the ABC2, A Better Chance, A Better Community Foundation. Get more information and updates on the organization and community events at www.abc2foundation.blogspot.com. All right. Now let me go on ahead and bring on Miss Ray. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. We yes. are back. We are back. Yes, we're back. Welcome back. Yes. That's like we never left. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. I said that like we yeah. never left. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. You know. Oh yes. Oh yes. You ready? You ready for tonight? I'm ready. Are you ready for tonight? 
Can you hear oh, me? Oh, sorry, I wasn't ready. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my bad. I wasn't, I wasn't ready. Yes, yes. I'm re- now I'm ready. <laughs> now <laughs> you're ready. Yeah. That might now I'm ready. one, two, one, two. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Uh, and like I said, we don't go on because it's uh, <laughs> we go on because it's nine o'clock and it's Tuesday, not because it's ready. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That's the oh, thing. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. Oh <laughs> yes. Now let, let's see if the, uh, the the guest is ready. Oh, he's ready. He's been waiting on us. He's waiting. Like, why y'all late? <laughs> All right. Exactly. Make some noise. Like, for... Already. <laughs> Abdullah. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Abdullah, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me aboard. How's everybody doing out there this evening? Oh, we good. We good. We doing? Just, just doing a show. Just doing a show. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, before we start grilling you with all the different kind of questions and stuff like that, tell the people about who you are as an artist. And about this new project that you have out right now, Black Manhood. My name is Abdullah, born and raised on the west side of Chicago, um, Army veteran, spent nine years in the Army, multiple combat tours to both Iraq and Afghanistan. Currently a um, senior at the Rye University, um, in which I'm bound to graduate at the end of this year with a bachelor's in computer information system. Let's do it, let's do it. Um, proud father of a soon-to-be nine-year-old son next week. And, uh, Congratulations. Come on, Virgos. Virgos. Yes, Virgos. Virgo season. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. It's Virgo season. <laughs> and also uh, hip-hop artist known as Abdullah, which means serving the God in Arabic. And like my brother um, Jay just said, I have a new album out called Black Manhood. Nice. Oh yes. Oh yes. Now, um, now about that Black Manhood album. Uh, now, how how long did it take you to, to put this together? I originally wrote the album back. I want to say about 2013, but I kept it on the back burner for a lot of years. And about last year, around this time last year, um, I started going through my my book of rhymes. You know, I got a book of rhymes, like, real thick, like Nas do. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I just saw these old songs I had, and um, one of the songs was called Educated Black Man, and I just started going through my collection of songs, and that's when I decided to put out the album Black Manhood. It's basically a sequel to my 2018 album, Black Determination, which um, predates the positive image of black men overall. So that's what made me want to put out the album. But I really started writing writing it last around this time last year. Okay, okay. Definitely. Now, um, now I know you, who, who did you work with on this project? I know you used only one producer, you know, like like they did back in the day. They were stuck with the one DJ, one producer. So you did, you know, you did the same thing for this project. Ooh, ooh, shout out your producer and also shout out the uh, anybody else you collaborated with. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, the producer I chose to work with was 
His name is Juno Adonis. He's a young brother, about 22, 23, up and producer um, in the Chicago land area. Um, I have bumped into his music on YouTube, and I just started scrolling through his page, and I found so many songs, so many um, instrumentals that I like. I just started purchasing the, the beats from him, and it went from um, making an album to also making what I call monthly exclusives, which is on SoundCloud exclusively. So, well, you know, once a month I'll put out a new song. Just, you know, build up my SoundCloud um, fan page whatnot. And so, you know, that's pretty much what I like to do, brother. I like to just stick with just one producer for an entire project. I truly believe that it brings out the creativity in both myself and the producer as well because you can circulate through a different variation of sounds and concepts and ideas. But also the, the the people that I feature on this album is just all positive and productive brothers, you know, brothers such as C. Priest, uh, Prince Robbo, Just Mike the Poet, uh, my my blood cousin, Flyboy Chris, um, my man Gino Pacino, Kales uh, uh, the artist. Uh, who else? Who else? Um, my fellow group member, Triple Crown brother AD. And also my man, Oxygen. So there's me collaborating with eight different brothers on this wonderful project. Okay, okay. Good, good. Now, I mean, have you, have you worked with in the past, have you worked with several different producers all in one project, or has you have you always just kept that same formula, just the one producer per album thing? Um, at first, I, I, I just, you know, just, use different instrumentals, you know, from legendary producers, but uh, I want to say about 2012, 2013, when I got in this group called Triple Crown, which consists of myself, my man AD, and my man Quan. My man Quan is actually a producer. Well, yeah, he's actually a producer, and that's where the entire concept of black manhood came about, just listening to his beats. And that's when I made the decision around 2013 to just work with just one producer and future projects. So I've worked with him. Mm. I've worked with mm. Bill Brown, a producer from Detroit. Um, Black Determination, I actually worked with this um, German producer, Yondo. Oh, okay. And then um, I worked with this on an on a EP called well, Kev Brown. Oh, you work with Kev Brown uh, from uh, uh, he's from the uh, DC, the DMV area, right? DMV area, yeah. Yes, I'm familiar with Kev Brown. I mean, not on a personal, but I'm, I mean, I'm I'm familiar with the with his beats and stuff. And yeah, yeah, he's he's a uh, yeah, he's out there strong in the in the boom bap hip hop underground scene. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Now, uh, Abdullah, are all of these producers Chicago-based, or are they all over, like different coasts and regions, et cetera? They're pretty much all over. Uh, the only producers that are local are uh, Juno, who produced the entire Black Manhood album, and Quan, who's in the group with me in AD called Triple Crown. Everybody else is all over the country, and then Yondo, he's overseas in Germany. Wow. Okay. And do you find that working with 
these producers that are kind of like, I mean, that's international, but like they're national and international. Do you find that that opens up your sound more? So, and, and did you do that strategically? Like, did you purposely not want to um, have kind of like the similar, like same, sameness? Did you want it, like your album to kind of be that kind of diverse with all these um, producers that you're working with and their influences from being, you know, international and whatnot? Was that on purpose? Well, what I do, well, what I do is I, I try to keep all of my albums boom bap inspired, more on a okay. soulful jazzy tune. However, I like okay. to expand upon the boom bap sound, if that makes okay. sense. Um, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the reason why okay. I work with different producers is because for certain albums I may have a certain mood or I may go in a certain direction, and so by you know, especially working with Yondo it actually helps to expand my sound because you get a little bit of a jazz infused sound. You get, um, you get more of a European type flavor, but you, you work with Apollo Brown, you get that old soulful sound. Whereas mm-hmm. with Juno, you get a little bit of the old school mixed with the new. So I, I think it, it, it depends on who you work with and, and the type of variations they bring within their music. But I definitely like to branch out and, Band, but um, although I do mostly boom out on my albums, I'm from Chicago where the scene is very diverse. So you know, don't be surprised if you catch me on somebody else's project. You know, getting into some tongue twisting type of flow. You know what I mean? Right, right. Okay. Oh yeah. So speaking now, of which, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jay. Oh yeah, I wanted to say. Uh, I just, just, just right quick. Who would you who who do you like better, uh, DJ Premier or Pete Rock? If you I'm had to pick one to produce, I'm always gonna go with DJ Premier because I'm a huge GameStop fan, and I basically develop my rhyme style just listening to Primo all the time. But Pete Rock is my second favorite producer of all time. Ah. Okay. Okay. Primo okay, number one to me. Ah. Hmm. Interesting. All right. So you just said that you yeah, like no. so that we might find you hopping in on other tracks with other artists. Um, name some of those. Talk about some of those collaborations that you're currently on or in the works of being. Oh, man. Um, I've got a lot of tracks oh. with my man, Steve Priest. Um, he's, he's mm. an artist from Chicago. I got a lot of tracks with Triple Crown. Um, I got a lot of tracks with my brother OD. He's in Las Vegas. Mm. And um, what I'm currently working on, um, I'm actually in talks with my man Maverick. He's also from Chicago. He his style is similar to mine, and uh, we're, we're working towards making a collaboration together. And you know, whoever wants to work with me, I, I get offers all the time, you know, I don't accept them all because I'm very busy, but that's my next process. My next process is to just work with different artists. You know, I, I truly believe okay. that it's time for me to continue to expand and branch out so that I can get exposed to wider demographics. Okay. And do you find that that's working for you? That Are you finding that your... Um, viewership is increasing because of the fact that you are able to be kind of like that versatile and be over here, over there, deliver things, you know, be on a track that, you know, has different sound elements that you might 
um, not be infusing on your album? Do you feel like that is that is an increasing your followership? No, I truly believe that me just being authentic and just representing who I truly am has um, gained me access to a, a, a wider audience. I, the fact that I'm very honest and candid and, and forthright in my in my music and also in my own personal appearance, I think that's appealing to a lot of people. You know, they they sense a lot of authenticity and sincerity within me. So just me just being myself with my style of music opens me up to uh, has opened me up to a lot of people, but also I'm not afraid of you know working with different artists, getting the feel of being creative that can put me in even a wider stage with a different artist. Mhm, mhm. Oh yeah. Now, um, I I got a question right quick, but before I ask that, I just want to say that anybody that's listening in right now, if you're streaming from your phone. All you have to do is press one, and we'll bring you on. Bring you on. You can ask a question to Abdullah, say something to him. If you, even if you want to give a shout out to him, or if you want to just talk about something else, you know, if you, we, we're all in this discussion. Uh, if you want to bring up a topic, we could do that as well. Uh, so press one, and if you're streaming from a link or an app or anything like that, you can give us a call at nine two nine four seven seven three eight seven two, and then press one. And uh, we'll bring you on. And uh, what I was going to ask is, uh, could you tell the listeners about the different types of uh, subjects that you're talking about on this current project, uh, Black Manhood? What are what are some of the things you address? What what are the songs about? Oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, some of the things I talk about is just uh, uplifting the black man, uh, putting the black man in the pot. You know. Um, having a black man being represented on a positive, productive level. Um, I also talk about growing and maturing as, as a man in his 30s. also speak on subjects such as domestic abuse, uh, protecting our women, um, how certain gang elements in the inner cities are looked upon as domestic terrorists. also talk about the closing of a lot of our schools. also talk about how I truly believe that two-party political system is ineffective for black people throughout America. And also um, emphasize that both black men and black women have lost confidence in each other as far as relationships and interactions. And also, finally, um, I, speak on, I, I speak on an important African figure who most people in America, well, most black people in America don't know about, and that is Patrice Lumumba. So, that's the basics of the different diverse subjects that I've um, presented throughout my album. Oh, also forgot, also dwell into spirituality as well, such as, you know, um, meditating and also um, praying as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. You have a favorite song on the album or anything? What was it? Yeah, that came not know, man. Uh, it's really hard for me to <laughs> pick my favorite song of mine, but um, I think the song I'm liking so far is Meditation Clip. Okay. Okay. Why that one? Hmm. Is that the, the zone in the mood that I'm currently in right now? Um, you know, me being a huge Nas fan, who is my favorite MC, you know, and his song, No Bad Energy, it's it just the mindset that I currently have. And I, 
and I know for a fact that when I continuously pray and I continue to have those open communications with Allah, it helps to open my mind and allow my spirit and my heart to be free and at peace within myself. And then with meditation, um, it frees you from the daily stress and frustrations that we all occur, that we all go through in our daily lives. And to me, it's just, a, it's, just a, it's just one of those songs where it allows me to give the audience a better look into what I truly believe in. And the special part about this track is I'm actually collaborating with a poet for the first time ever. And he's a Christian and I'm a Muslim. And throughout the song, we don't even bring up the subject of religion. We're just bringing up how having that spiritual presence inside your heart and your, and your mind can help you develop the group. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. True indeed. Oh, yes. Now, uh, we're going to play a song around 9.30, one of your singles. Uh, the first single from the project, um, Educated Black Man. I know you dropped another one recently, but, you know, we, we want, we're going to play the Educated Black Man on this show. Um, uh, but just kind of switching gears for right now. I know in, in Blacktopia, you said that uh, one of the topics you wanted to talk about tonight is how people can improve their life. Uh, what are some ways you can improve their life? What, what are some areas... What are some tips you'd like to do? You're you, you breaking up, Brother Jack. I, I couldn't hear the last portion of your question. Oh, yes. Uh, the last part of I was pretty much saying, um, uh, you know, about improving your life. What are the things you'd like to say about that? How, what advice would you like to give? Uh, what areas do you think people can improve their life in? Uh, what would you like to say about the topic that you brought up in the Blacktopia Facebook group? I mean, every day we should strive for improvement in whatever we do in our lives. Uh, I know for me personally, um, um, intellectually, um, can read and study, learn as much as I can. Um, on a physical level, to eat or to work out, you know, eat the right healthy foods. Um, don't fall to mm-hmm. fall victim to a lot of vices that I, that are continuously destroying our people. Um, you know, me being ex-military, I got a filthy mouth. I'm not going to lie. So, you know, I'm trying to cut down on the swim, but, you know, that that's a work in progress. But but, but also just, um, just continuing to evolve as a human being. You know, you can oh, yeah. our daily lives. Set goals for yourself. You know, develop standards. Stick with your standards how to discipline and also be consistent in whatever you choose to do because that's going to mm. expand the discipline. Mm-hmm. And also have love within yourself. Learn to love yourself. Learn to develop inner peace and happiness within yourself. Too many of our people are walking around being depressed and angry and upset all day, every day. You know, I don't even have to see you in person. I can go on Facebook and just see how, how fed up and pissed off everybody is and then just hard. So those are some of the things I I I believe that you 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 should do to improve in all aspects on your life on a daily basis. You know, if you're spiritual, develop your sense of spirituality, get more in tune with your spiritual essence. 
Um, if you don't like the way you look, hey, look, hit that gym, man. You know, I'm not without, you know, if you're going to detox, detox the right way. I ain't with all that other stuff they coming out with, you know. And if you're in a relationship, always strive to work with your partner by communicating with your partner. You know, my concept of a relationship is, you know, we 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 the ninety we the ninety Chicago Bulls. I'm Michael Jordan, you Scotty Pippen. Fact. You know, I'm, I'm the head, but you play just as much as an important role as I do. So, um, that, that and that's pretty much it. Files I have on on the brain right now. Files like yeah. improving daily aspects of yourself. Abdullah. Oh yes. One of our active listeners in the, I'm sorry. One of our active uh, listeners in the group and on the radio station, Tammy, um, wants me to ask you, um, what do you do to prepare to write your music? Like, do you sit and have like writing sessions? Do you sit and have like jam sessions? How how does that creative process uh, work out for you? Say, far as like writing my music. Mhm. As far as like having it all come together, like, do you sit and like write? like prose or like write lyrics first or do you hear like a melody and then you know go with the melody first or have or do people send you you know music samples and beats considering that you work with so many producers like kind of um tell us about walk us through how your process kind of is or is it all over the place mine is i write whenever i see fit you know it doesn't matter where i'm at if if I mm-hmm. have the motivation in the sense to write or if an idea comes to me in my mind, I'll write one on the spot. Um, a lot of times I, I try to write at work when I have free time. Um, mm-hmm. In my younger days, I, when I was in the military, you know, when I was overseas, I would just sit and write in my room for hours because I just had the time. But um, over the past years, wherever I see fit to write, you know, and, and, and it all depends. Um, I might like, I might listen to the beat so much that I instantly started writing. Um, I may just have an idea of uh, an event may occur that may um, inspire you to want to write. So it just all depends. I just have to be an right because as, as with any other artist, I, I have had writer's block where I've gone months without writing. Like right now, I'm in my creation. So, it is what it is. Okay, so let me make sure I got that. You said that sometimes you go through periods where you don't write, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and you said that right now it's kind of one of those periods where you're not really writing, but you're kind of like creating, what, music, beats? No, no, I said I'm at no right now. I'm in my creative zone where I'm in a writing, when I'm in a writing mood, well, I'm okay. coming up okay. with songs, revisiting old songs and just rewriting them all over again. So when I say I'm in a creative zone, I'm pretty much in my writing in my writing peak right now. Facts. Facts. So basically, no. basically we're catching you. We're catching you on the probably the next kind of period of like your next album material, perhaps. Correct. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much you're catching me right now in the beginning stages of me um, creating a new album. Like, not recording anything, but just starting mm-hmm. the beginning mm-hmm. process of a new album. 
it's just something about having that incentive to want to make something new after you release a project. Because to yeah. the world, my album Black Manhood may be new, but to me, that's it's pretty much like 18 months old. So, you know, yeah. I have to have something motivated to help me to want to continue to write and be inspired to write. So after I release an album, I'll give it about a month, and then I'm right back to the drawing board creating the new album. Okay. Okay. Definitely, definitely. We're looking forward to all of that new material, um, you know, once it once it drops. But uh, we're going to play your single right now, Educated Black Man. Before we play it, would you like to say something about it or, or give people a little heads up? What would you like to say about the single? Yeah, Educated Black Man is just reinstilling the confidence to let the black man know that it is okay to be a positive brother. It's okay to strive for education, whether it's in a formal way of education or whether it's reading or studying on your own. I like to do a little bit of both. You know, mm-hmm. the main purpose of this song is just to um, put out there the image that black men are educated, black men are intelligent, black men are productive. Black men are taking the initiative of doing something righteous for themselves in their lives. And that's just the concept of the song, Educated Black Man. Nice. Definitely. All right. We want to play Educated Black Man. Definitely. Thanks for that. It's dedicated to the young black man, y'all. He got to be an educated black man, y'all. A reformed and intelligent black man. A confident Educated black man, that's the way that I'm living Educated black woman, that's the way that you're living I won't call you a nigga cause you are my brother I won't call you a bitch cause you are my sister Educated black man, that's the way that I'm living Educated black woman, that's the way that you're living Always get threat when we do something intelligent Amongst his family, the head of his residence He gets refined so he has to set the president We are original men to check the evidence And naturally we elevating ourselves From the time we're doing something Productive with self We must embrace discipline while being convinced Success is guaranteed when we master our strength And a man ain't determined by the money he spent But he's focused on his task while paying his due rent Disregards to smoking weed or how much he gets lit Let's learn about investing and how to profit our sense And I won't get offended if we're speaking articulate The more bright you are, it can serve as the benefit You see, society wants us at the back end It won't stop me to be an educated black man I won't call you a nigga cause you are my brother I won't call you a bitch cause you are my sister Educated black man, that's the way that I'm living Educated black woman, that's the way that you're living I won't call you a nigga cause you are my brother I won't call you a bitch cause you are my sister Educated black man, that's the way that I'm living, educated black woman, that's the way that you live. If you love your people, you must have some dedication. So don't be afraid to obtain an education. It makes your life expectancy significantly high. Open doors to new worlds. Sometimes you gotta apply some gratitude. And start improving on your attitude. There are lots of topics you can't express your magnitude. Before we all awaken through our natural guilt. Because
just an educated black man but tries to uplift himself and his family and finally your people. Never allow society to claim that you're evil. Your mind is more knowledgeable and ever feeble. My books are more weapons and my actions become lethal. And learning to read doing slavery was illegal. Becoming educated has made my life peaceful. Not anyone can really hold me back, man Cause I'm standing proud today An educated black man I won't call you a nigga Cause you are my brother I won't call you a bitch Cause you are my sister Educated black man That's the way that I'm living Educated black woman That's the way that you living I won't call you a nigga Cause you are my brother I won't call you a bitch Cause you are my sister Educated black man That's the way that I'm living Educated black woman That's the way that you live. I get my John Henry Clark On developing society and also researching my facts, have no worries. Remaining encouraged, not engaged in foul behaviors. But helping my people, which to me is so much greater. We must restore our women to a level of dignity. That horse behavior has a negative energy. Sisters, value yourself by the wisdom you possess. Your mind is beautiful, the cultivators with sex. And I'm teaching my son the true essence of manhood. A positive attitude that's really understood. I refuse to build the reputation that is embarrassed. Learn from my leaders that contribute. To our heritage, help this generation to build some strong marriages. Stop the ratchetness and support true intelligence. What I'm saying is bigger than rap, man. I wanna see more brothers as educated black men. I won't call you a nigga cause you are my brother. I won't call you a bitch cause you are my sister. Educated black man, that's the way that I'm living. Educated black woman, that's the way that you're living. I won't call you a nigga cause you are my brother. I won't call you a bitch cause you are my sister. Educated black man. Man, that's the way that I'm living Educated black woman, that's the way that you live Hi, I'm actress and cast member On the upcoming audio sketch show Yesterday Night Tape, Deara Gray And I just want to tell you a little about the ABC2 Foundation. ABC2, A Better Chance, A Better Community, was founded in 2012 by Mr. Chester Williams to empower young people by providing a life skills program that promotes positive values, healthy habits, and education through community development, culture, and awareness, resulting in real-life power. The World Changers Program is a network of youth working collectively for positive community change. ABC2's signature program, The World Changers, is for young people ages 10 to 24 of various academic levels, demographics, and all those living in Halifax, Warren, Nash, Edgecombe, Wilson, and Northampton counties in North Carolina. So, if you would like to sign up a child or volunteer with the program, just email CEO at abc2nc.org. If you would like to make a donation to the World Changers program provided by the ABC2 Foundation, use the Cash App and send to ABC2NC in the spirit of community. All right, you're still listening to Black Tempia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with host Miss Ray. I'm some guy named Jake. All right, now we got a new segment. It is called Black Facts. And Miss Ray is going to do yeah. 
the first black facts. So, uh, well, thank- the mic is yours. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jay. So, I was actually going to do tonight's black facts on a different um, topic, but... But because of the fantastic setup from our guest Abdullah on meditation, I've actually remixed it to another topic that I've also been researching. So tonight we're going to talk about anxiety, anxiety disorders, and specifically its effects on black Americans. Um, so about uh, right now, one, um, one study that I've read has said that about one in four black Americans will experience some type of anxiety disorder at some point of their life. And the reason why this is hugely important and the reason why I want to tie it back into um, meditation is because meditation is being listed in the study as being a very prime and very specific um, coping mechanism to um, counteracting and counterproducing um, those stressors that we um, encounter that increase our anxiety. So this particular study also says that um, not only do we have panic attacks, but we also break those panic attacks down and those assign I'm sorry, those anxiety attacks down into panic disorders, obsessive compulsive disorders. And as we all know, we don't always seek, you know, effective um, medical treatment. So we're walking around with all these stressors, we're consistently being stressed, and then we're not doing anything about it. So even though I would encourage any and everyone who has access to um, medical professionals, I would definitely ask to be ask you to be referred to those um, services. I also want to point out that meditation is a fantastic way to quiet your mind, quiet your anxiety, um, and lessen all of those stressors that are going on in your head. And that's all I wanted to introduce. And I will drop some of those um, facts and figures in our chat. Definitely, definitely, definitely post that up on the on the uh on the post. You know, the chat's been disabled. Uh, but definitely post you know, keep letting that that was wonderful, Raven. Thank you for that information. And um and also if you need help, uh, not just meditation. That meditation is great, uh, but also if you need someone to help you through things, you can also get a life coach. And I want to recommend the great life coach to everyone listening, Adrian Charleston. Uh, you could check out Adrian Charleston and get more information on her services, her life coaching services, and her therapy services by visiting www.adrian-charleston.com, and uh, she can certainly help you out, most definitely. All right, Miss Ray, or uh, I know you say you got to you got to head out. Is there anything else you want to say, or or? Nope, I just want to co-sign what you were saying about going to see Miss Adrienne Charleston for her services. And I'll also post her link in our chat. Definitely, definitely. Good, good. All right, Miss Ray has to has to go, but, you know, she'll be back next week, uh, of course. And uh, we got a lot more great things. Next week we also have Chester Williams, community leader Chester Williams in the ABC2 Foundation World Changers. They'll be back to talk about other the upcoming community events they have and the past community events they just had. Uh, so definitely welcome them. And then the Tuesday after that, we have Rhyme Schemes. He'll be talking about his new music and upcoming shows that he has coming up. All right. Now let's let's keep it moving. We got to let me bring Abdullah back on the line. Abdullah. 
Yes, yeah. How you feeling so far? I'm good, man. Good. Enjoying the show thus far. Definitely. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Uh, I also wanted to say, I wanted to add on to what you were saying about, um, about you know, improving your life and things like that. Uh, I, I said this in Blacktopia a while back, that if uh, if every black person brought their A game, you know, that'll that'll help the black community right there. You know, if everybody just brought a better quality of life to their own life, that'll that'll make things uh you know, that that'll 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 change a lot of things. It's on its own, you know? Yeah, I definitely agree. Oh yes, oh yes. Uh if you are streaming from a link or a third party website or an app, give us a call at nine two nine four seven seven three eight seven two and press one. If you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is press one and we'll bring you on and we'll talk. Uh we got Abdul on the line. He's talking about his uh his music, his album. We're also talking about other things as well. Uh I'm we like I said in the in the chat in the uh on the post in Blacktopia, we're gonna talk about Dave Chappelle too. We're gonna touch on that as well. well let's go ahead and take a call right quick. Caller in the six three zero three four zero. You're on the air. Who is this? Hey, hey, it's Dominique, aka DC can cook. Dominique, yes. Uh oh, it's not even working. Oh well. Well Dominique say DC What's going on? What's going on? Oh yeah, I'm doing I'm well. Good. I'm looking at some food you got posted up there in the group. I know, I know, I know. I'm working hard, constantly cooking every day. Oh yes, oh yes, definitely. I know you want to say something to Abdul, or you got a question, or you want to add something to the the, well, the floor is yours, the mic is yours, whatever you want to say. Well, hey Abdul, you know, you know, I know you, and I got much love for you, know. Chicago represent and like I'm just so proud of you with everything that you're doing like seriously he has been working hard like everything like with going to school doing so good in school and doing all of this he's a great father he's a great role model like seriously like this man is the definition of like hard work like serious hard work definitely pays off and it's so much in store for you. So I just wanna say nothing but positive of energy, vibes and light to you and so many great things coming your way. Thank you, sister. I truly appreciate that. Thank you. No problem. Oh yes. D C what's your favorite uh Abdullah song or Abdullah album or Abdullah moment? Okay. <laughs> I saw him at, it was an open mic. Uh, it was at Addie's open mic, and he did this song. I do not remember the name of it, but he had called me off guard with the words because he started talking about him making love himself. I don't know if he remembered it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And oh, I was just like, oh, okay, all right, but it was nice. Hey, so let, me, let, me, 
let me let me quickly explain that right quick. That was Super Bowl Sunday. I was featured at Eddie's Sundays on Super Bowl Sunday, and I did a song called it's called Sexual Addiction. And the part she's talking about, well, I was talking about my addiction to porn. That's Ugh. what she's talking about. <laughs> as, as part of that <laughs> lifestyle, I got to improve on. Totally threw me off guard, but it was a good song, though. Nice, nice. Oh, yeah. Now, let me ask you, Abdul, you roll, you, uh, you know, Dominique's a good friend of yours. Are you also vegan as well, or? No, man. Oh, no, man. <laughs> I got a song called Bragging Rights. I addressed that issue. I said I once tried to be a vegan but caught the itis. You know, I don't, I don't eat pork. I don't do the swine, but, you know, I do my, I definitely do my turkey meat every once in a while, you know, but I, I'm not vegan. Yeah. I do eat a lot of yeah, vegetables, I'm, I'm, but I'm not vegan. Ah, uh, okay, okay, yeah, I've I've been vegan for uh, about two years. Uh, Dominique, man, she have you tasted any of her food? Any of the the, yeah. the, the, the food that she? Oh man, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she had some nachos um at, at my man um for the artist event last month. I ate them, man. That that filled me up real quick. Mm. Oh yes, oh yes. That the food looks really good. Dominique, definitely keep posting that up in Blacktopia. I mean, you know, any recipes, anything you want to share, you always welcome. Of course. Um, anybody that ha- wants some recipes, I have a few posted on my uh, food blog, dccancook.com. Again, dccancook.com. You can always check me out on my Instagram, dc underscore can cook. And just stay tuned. I'm working on some things. I actually just posted my first uh, vegan mukbang on YouTube. That's people that be on YouTube eating and stuff like that. So I just posted my first one. Still got some work to do on it, but, hey, it's a start. You know, I definitely want to promote plant-based eating um, internationally as much as I possibly can and definitely break all those stereotypes that's out there. And, uh, yeah, so – and I also am a food vendor, so if anybody in the Chicago area that uh, has any events, any open mics, I'm definitely available to um, to uh, to vend at your events. So just uh, feel free to hit me up on any of those social media sites, and I will definitely get back in touch with you. Yes, yes. Oh yeah, now Dominique, definitely thank you for calling. Um, do you want to hang out with us a little longer? Uh, we, you know, we without too much longer, but do you want to, and you know, be a, a participate in some of the uh, topic discussions we have tonight? No problem, no problem. I put the phone on mute and uh, go ahead. Do do what you do. Okay, good, good. Thanks for hanging out with us, uh, Abdul. We got some more uh, questions from uh, actually from Tammy Thomas. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and read them out. Uh, let's see. Oh, I lost my place. Um, okay, I should have had this ready. <laughs> pardon me. Pardon me. Uh, well, actually, Abdullah, while I'm looking for the uh, for the stuff, uh, you you have like you've got some award shows and things coming. What what, what all you got coming up? 
Oh, um, I just over the weekend I um was at the National Spoken Word Award show where I actually performed. I opened up the show and I also presented the Soldier of the Year Award. Um, I was asked, I was a, I was originally nominated for Soldier of the Year, but that award was only going to just spoken word artists and not hip hop artists. But the um, head of the of the award show, he allowed me to perform and also present the award. So I was just very grateful of the opportunity. Um, I'm also going to be on, what, what day is it? Later on this month, I think the 23rd or the 27th, one of those two dates. Um, man, what's the sister's name? She does the, she does the pot, the um lives with you sometimes, Jay. I'm supposed to be on her. Oh, um, yes, yeah. T- Tiffany, uh, Tiffany Brown. Yeah, Tiffany. I'm supposed to be on her yeah. show. I think on the 23rd, I believe. I could be getting the date wrong, but I think it's one of those two days. But um, the main yeah. thing I got going on this month is September 20th. I'm going to be a feature artist at this very dope hip-hop event called Fire Flows on the south side of Chicago. Um, ticket only twenty dollars. So whoever's in the Chicagoland area, just come on out Friday night, September twentieth. You know it's going to be myself, uh, other great artists such as Feedom, Limited Sounds, and shout out to Limited Sounds. Um, he just did a track with one of his peoples that is that is featured on the NBA Two K Twenty soundtrack. Ah, excellent, excellent, yeah. It's good to hear all this. It's good to hear that you're staying busy and you got all this stuff out. Yes, indeed. And I also got future appearances coming up yet, but those those are still in um, discussions right now. Nothing has been finalized on that just yet, you know, but I'm definitely going to keep you informed in the near future of any future events I got going on. Yes, please do. Please do. All right. Now, um, Tammy Thomas she wants to know who are your greatest influence. Uh, who are his? Oh, I'm reading it. <laughs> like I said, we go on it because it's uh, nine o'clock. Um, who are some of your influences? Who is your greatest influence? Influence. Oh man, um, Fire's music. Um, my Nas, Common, Music Soul Child, uh, Guru, Gangsta, um. James Brown, Marvin Gaye, Michael Jackson, Barry White, um, oh. Lutein Clan, Mob Deep, Pac, oh. Biggie, Little Brother. Shout out to Little Brother, man. They, oh, man, they new album is phenomenal, man. I've been banging that for the past two weeks. Mmm. Matter of fact, they'll be in Chicago later this month. You know, I'm, if I'm off for of work that week, I'm going to that concert. Definitely, definitely. I can hear you over some Ninth Wonder, too, by the way. Oh, most definitely. Um, all Ninth guys do send me a beat. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Now, um, now, who created the album cover, and what's the meaning behind it? Oh, I create 
all of my album covers, all of my album covers, the front cover, the back cover, even the CD covers. I've created every last one of my album covers. Uh, many people, that's, for those who are unaware, um, I started out initially as an artist, artist. Like, I used to create, when I was a kid, I used to create football, baseball, and basketball statements out of paper. And uh, I used to just watch certain um landscapes and drawings and stuff on television and then I would just draw it myself. And so um in high school I took up this art class that that taught me a little bit about calligraphy and ever since then I've just been fascinated by it. But the meaning behind it um on the front cover I I was at I was on my way to a New Year's Eve um pro black event you know, Black Power event in 2017. And a lot of people said I was looking like Malcolm X in that picture. So I decided, well, since people saying I'm looking like Brother Malcolm, who is my role model, why not use that as the backdrop, I mean, as the album cover for Black Manhood? Because the meaning behind the Black Manhood theme is during Malcolm X's eulogy, Ozzy Davis was quoted as saying, Malcolm is the epitome of black manhood, our black shining prince. And I said, not only will I use that name, black manhood, but this is who I represent myself daily as a black man. And by my own personal example in life, this is what I want to incorporate into the world. But on the back album cover, that was that picture was actually taken right before my performance at my Black Determination album release party. And in the background, that's a picture of John, John Coltrane. So I, who is also another one of my musical influences, as well as um, Miles Davis. And so that's the ah. meaning behind the album. Film. Nice, nice. I love that concept. Oh yeah, that's that's a yeah, that's 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 deep. I'm, yeah, I'm like how you I like how you yeah, I, yeah. You already know. I'm I'm loving the concept behind your music, concept behind the art, everything, man. You put a lot of thought, a lot of effort, a lot of great energy into it, and it shows. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Oh, oh yes, oh yes. It's also great working with you as well, too. You know, I. You know, I, I I love working with uh, artists that have the you know the boom bap golden era hip hop, you know that the the kind that you put out. Yeah, and, you know it's definitely out there. Um, it just has to be more recognizable. Uh, what I what I do with that era of music because the '90s, I I was pretty much a kid and a teenager in the '90s, so. Me doing that music was a little bit before my time, but I've always been fascinated by it. I've always been enamored by it. So when I became older, I decided that this is going to be my life's path as music. And another thing I decided to do, instead of complaining about what mainstream pushes out there as far as rap music, because can, can we really call it hip-hop? Because there's no elements of hip-hop culture being presented in the mainstream. And so mm-hmm. what I decided to do instead of crying and complaining 
about the current state of hip-hop through the usage of the Internet. I just created my own, I just created my own lane, put out my own music, be self-independent, and also reap the benefits of it by teaching and informing the younger generation in my music because it's fascinating to me as an artist when a young person, especially a kid, comes up to me and says, I love your music. I like what you do. And then it, it, and it grabs their attention so much that they want to learn more about some of these things I speak about. You know, it, it fascinates me when a kid comes up to me, Brother Jay, and they'll be like, who is Malcolm X or who is Marcus Garvey? And then that builds a conversation to where now I'm going to, I get that spirit of Malcolm and Marcus and Brother Khalid Muhammad in so I can teach and inform and inspire the younger generation to you know, grasp a sense of knowledge and uh, cherish their heritage. You know what I mean? So that golden era of hip-hop, it still resides in me. It will never leave me. And as a brother that's in his 30s, it's it's most definitely vital for me to continue on the path that I'm on because now the younger generation is looking up to brothers like myself, and we have to be prepared as older men to give that knowledge and that insight and that wisdom to our youngest because they're going to be the ones to carry on the torch for the next generation. Oh, yes, true indeed, true indeed. Oh, yes, speaking of uh, educating the youth, uh, next week, like I said, we have community community leader Chester Williams of the ABC2 Foundation, and uh, that's he says the same thing. He works with the youth. His organization works with the youth, and they uh, – he got them doing a lot of activities and things like that. If you have time, man, you, hey, you're welcome to call in and, and chop it up with him, and perhaps he could, uh, you know, book you for an upcoming community event down here in North Carolina, and you could perform for the children as well. Okay. Spread the knowledge. Cool. Cool. I definitely yes, uh, yeah. chime in. Well, got the time, definitely. Definitely. Great, great. Uh, we're also running, we're running low on time, but I wanted to, before we wrapped it up, I wanted to ask you, did you get a chance to check out the Dave Chappelle special? Um, I didn't check out the whole thing. I've just seen bits and pieces of it throughout the internet. That's another thing too, man. I I I don't even watch T V. You know, so oh, yeah. I really watch anything on the internet besides, you know, my red pill content on YouTube. But um oh, yeah. I, I checked out bits and pieces of it and uh, what, what was the question you had for me for I like stand up, brother? All right. Well, well, you know, since a lot of people were talking about it, I just wanted to, you know, usually I like to throw some hot topics and things that everybody else is talking about. Shoot, I'll talk about the chicken sandwich. I don't eat I don't eat it, but the Popeye's chicken sandwich could have been a topic. You know, I, I like to talk about what everybody else is talking about just to get people engaged. So that's pretty much that what that was for. I don't I, – I watched the special. I loved it. Uh, but I don't I don't watch TV either. I, Netflix I, I don't really count that as television. But I don't even I don't even really watch Netflix like that. I got the subscription. I watch something like once a month, if that. <laughs> you know. Hey, uh, man, I don't even watch, I don't even have Netflix, man. You know, so if I get her, so if I meet a little young sister, I mean a sister out there, she's gonna be disappointed coming to my crib. And I ain't got <laughs> no Netflix. We gonna we gonna watch DVDs oh. and chill and not on Netflix. <laughs> But um, you. Some, of the things, some of the things I saw about Dave Chappelle on the stand-up, especially about 
the 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 F word and the N word. I totally agree with him on that. Some some of the things oh, yeah. he spoke about, I'm like, that makes logical sense. And I noticed that many people weren't laughing, but Dave Chappelle's always been one of those um, comedians that he makes you think more than he makes you laugh. Eddie Griffin is another one. You know, he yeah. can make you laugh, but he, he's really deep in thought. And Dave Chappelle's always been one of my favorites. Um, his Black Club Party, to me, is one of the most underrated, you know, projects he's ever done. You know, truly phenomenal oh. project he did back before. So, you know, I'm glad to see Dave Chappelle back on top. You know, many people giving him a lot of props, and I'm definitely glad the brother is doing great things. Um, but there's another hot topic, and I don't, I don't care to discuss it. It's the Malik Yoga thing, and I'm like, come on, man. But, you know, <laughs> my, 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 my yeah. mindset is black manhood and continuing to be out here in the communities of Chicago. And Defeating the stereotype they have of Chicago. I, I know in the mainstream they always talk about the violence, but the violence is not nearly as bad as they put it out to be. I mean, is it violent? Yes, you know, Chicago is a gangster city, but it is not as bad as most people interpret it to be. If it was terrible, I would never perform in Chicago. And I'm in, and I'm in Chicago all the time. So um, oh, my, my, my city is a beautiful city. It's the biggest city in America that was founded by a black man. That's why I would ever be forever connected to Chicago because it was founded by a black man. Ah, yes, yeah, a lot founded. of rich culture. Oh, I didn't mean to cut you. It seems like there's a lot of rich culture in Chicago, but I know the media paints the picture like it's a, like it's nothing but a war zone. You know the way they like to talk about it. You know. Okay, this is what the media focuses on Chicago, and I'm going to keep it real brief. They focus mainly on the violence in Inglewood, Auburn Gresham, some in South Shore, and some on the west side. That's only a small portion of Chicago. Now, the rich tradition of Chicago, black Chicago I'm talking about, is Bronzeville, Woodlawn, High Park, that's where Obama's from, um, South Shore, and... um. Pullman. Those are the historically rich areas of Chicago, and there's a whole lot of culture and a lot of rich tradition there. So that's when I'm in Chicago, I'm normally around those areas because those are some of the most uh, high places for artistically there for artists to do their thing. Oh yes. Oh, but for yes. violence, we we don't represent the violence. On my platform, I don't represent the violence uh, because I grew up around it. I lost a lot of close friends behind it. And I've always decided that instead of being a, instead of being part of the problem, be the solution to the problem. The solution to the problem is gaining knowledge of self and also uh, having self-independence to uh, be the people. to your own people. Oh, yes. Amen. Definitely, brother. I'm glad you are. Oh, yes. True indeed. True indeed. Um, I'm a, I'm a, we're going we're gonna to wrap it up. We're going into overtime a little bit. That's all good. I just want to say uh, about the Malik Yoba thing. Uh, he actually said something, of I, I think, uh, earlier this year on Glad TV um, about uh, he doesn't see anything. Uh, actually, uh, 
I'm about to paraphrase everybody. <laughs> I'm about to mix. Uh, anyway, bottom line, I'm, I'm not gonna. I don't remember the exact quote, but he said some stuff, and a lot of people thought it seemed a little suspect, you know. And, and then he's coming out saying what he's saying about the transgender stuff. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's nothing against transgender people. Let everybody need to live their life, but uh, but but just talking about what he's talking about. <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. Well, I, well, since we're talking about Vlad, <laughs> uh, a couple, couple of hours before I came on the show, I was reading an article that's uh, alleged. Now, I don't know how true this is, but allegedly, some trans woman stated that Malik Yoba raped her as a teenager. I don't know how true mm. that is, but when you put that out there, you're thinking that you're supporting something by trying to lift them up. But in reality, you're going to face a lot of backlash. Jussie Solet, yeah. you know, same thing. He was here in Chicago with that nonsense. But, you know, and I'm going to quickly break that down right quick, man. I knew he was lying the whole time because the night of that incident, it was negative 20 degrees outside, man. This one we had two days of like negative twenty in Chicago. For all my people in Chicago, know that when it's that cold outside, there is nobody outside at two o'clock in the morning. And he was in, he was in Boys, he was on the northeast side of Chicago, which is pretty much the, some of the richest areas in the city. There's cameras everywhere. There's police everywhere. No, no nothing like that would have happened. Because you have cameras and police everywhere, so you know that that whole story was made up, man. And, you know. Mhm. Oh but, yes. Oh yes. But five so black men. Go ahead. Five black men. You know, is on every streaming service. Um. You know, feel. You know, if anyone would like to, you know, get a copy for me personally, just hit me up on my Facebook page. You know, and I. Inbox me, and I definitely do my best to send you a copy. Um, right now, I got Educated Black Man video on YouTube, and also Thinking of You video on YouTube. Shout out to um, Jose Ashley, Slashley, I'm sorry, for um, collaborating with me on the video. And, of course, my my video director, Dewan um, Portis, young brother, you know, and that and that's another thing I love doing, brother, today is giving these young the younger people opportunities to um use their talents and expand their talents. Because, you know, what good to be successful if you only enjoy it by yourself. I'm the type of brother I like to share the wealth. Yes. Oh yes, hey, I'm, I'm hey, well, I'm very thankful for you. Very thankful for this interview. Glad you were on the show. Uh, before we officially wrap it up, is there any any other things you'd like to plug? Anything else? Any shout outs? Links? Anything? The floor is yours. Um, five um, my social media um, Abdullah A B D U L L A H. That is my music name on Facebook. My my music page on Facebook. Um, Instagram G I S C L I K G I S C L I K on Instagram. Those are the only two videos. I got Twitter, but I'm not on Twitter. Um, and I definitely would love to promote all the Chicago artists. I just want to give a few shout outs right quick. Shout out to um, 
Cooler Grays, Geronimo, um, Prince of Poetry, Goddess Warrior, Black Ice, definitely Black Ice, man, Legends of Chicago, Hip Hop, um, Microphone, Misfit, these and Triple Crown, these are all groups in Chicago. Shout out to all the artists that collaborated with me on the Black Manhood album. And shout out to all the brothers and sisters throughout the nation and throughout the world that's doing their thing, that's standing in power within the spire. That's pretty much all I got to say, dude. Definitely, definitely, Abdullah. We appreciate you. Glad, glad you showed up and gave a great interview. Everybody check out all the links. You can also check out this show again on www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash podcast on demand. And you can also listen, if you missed anything and you want to check out what you missed, you can go to iTunes and download it. It'll be, be on there about four hours from now. So, uh, you know, download it on iTunes or you can go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash podcast on demand. And uh, again, Abdullah, thank you. Thank you. We we, should, we next time I have you on, we're gonna talk about some red pill stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Book of Mouth yeah, Morality, man. man. <laughs> Say what? Say it again. Say it again. I said, shout out to Book of Mouth man. Shout out to Think of Man's Templar. Them the two favorite ones on Rifle Rick, man. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> man. Oh, and shout out to AMS too. Oh, definitely alpha male strategy. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I just uh, after listening to his videos, I found like I found out I'm a purple pill guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I found out I'm a purple pill, but it's all good. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. But uh, but again, definitely we'll chop. We'll definitely chop it up about that uh in the future. Again, thank you, and uh, for everybody listening, thank you all for listening. And also go to blacktopia.org and also download the Blacktopia mobile app from iTunes or Amazon.com. All right. Good night.